0: I get to speak with Doug Cohen. I got, I had the opportunity to work with him in past companies and we've stayed in connection since then. And today we get to talk with him about some cool stuff. Uh, Some of the things on the podcast I've been talking about is mobile video production. And that's one of the things that Doug is interested in as well. Hey, Doug, thanks for taking the time to come on the podcast.
1: Great. Thanks for inviting me onto the podcast. You know, I've never never done one of these things before and they say you never forget your first time. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunate minds with a man, but oh well.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? This uh, podcasting is very addicting because it is a very easy medium. Um, unlike video, you don't have to show your face. It's all about your audio and you get to, when you talk to people that you like and you've you know, admire. It just becomes so natural, like having a conversation with your friend. I mean, the one time that we had a good time was when we were driving driving together back to work.
1: I remember right, right. my car was broken down, and you gave me a ride home. We both lived yeah. pretty far away from work, and yeah. we're sitting in a, a packed um, highway, and we had plenty of good quality time to talk about. I think we solved most of the problems in the world. Yeah, we did. I just don't think we shared them with anybody.
0: I know. See, so if you were recording that episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I, I love the concept of sitting and having a conversation mm-hmm. um, and letting it be organic and mm-hmm. then, uh, sharing it with a whole bunch of other people that yeah. you know are listening that may, that may also find some of it interesting or they might find it boring. By the way, anybody out there is listening if you find it boring. The, yeah, from the channel, I myself like serious coffee house, um, but that's mm-hmm. just a reflection of me getting older and liking to listen to rock music mm-hmm. more softly now.
0: Nice, yeah. So, a lot of us, us podcasters we enjoy the same uh thing that you just mentioned, you know, just hanging out with friends and talking about what we love. There's um, I w- actually my, I was talking to a friend of mine. And he recently just started his podcast to document the process of creating a movie. And you're, you mentioned about making some music videos and he's going to be using some DSLRs. And, and since he recently moved to New York, he's like, there's so much happening here. So to get into some of the things that you might, you know, need to do a home video production, essentially. Uh, for music videos.
1: Can I just interrupt one more? Of course. I am amazed at how kind of easy and low bar this was to set up. And I just wanted to share that thought because I literally clicked on a link which launched a browser and next thing I know, we're talking, and I see some representation of the audio of you and me talking. And mm-hmm. couldn't it be easier to set this up and and do one of these things? So, absolutely. I'm I might, you know, I might have to, I might have to follow you and do it myself.
0: <laughs> you betcha. So, and that's that's the power of the ZenCaster tool, uh which enables multiple parties to be having a conversation together and recording some high quality audio. I know a lot of people that I know uh, use either Zoom or Skype or Google Hangouts and they use the recording features of that software. And sometimes the audio quality is good, sometimes it's not so much. Uh, It works, Zoom works really good, especially when we're when I want to bring in somebody that's remote and does have access to a desktop, then they could do a Zoom conversation and then I can record the audio through that one as well.
1: Right. So, anyway, music. So, I'm music, interested yes. in music. I'm kind of an amateur wannabe guy who hangs out a lot in my room. I call it my, I have a little sign that says, This is my happy place and my wife
2: mm-hmm.
1: I do feel safest in and and most free in my room some people do it in their car the bathroom for me it's this little room and so i'm recording some music but Mm -hmm. i want to i want to shoot some video and some of that is me just playing with the music and some of it may be you know other other scenes yeah um i just i don't know how to go about that how do i how do i start that process what tools Mm -hmm. do i need you know, mm-hmm. and I know that you you do a lot of that stuff. So I'm just interested in learning from you so that I can um, get started.
0: Absolutely. So some of the things that you need, and and you you already have a smartphone, so you're already halfway there.
1: I have access to more than one.
0: Right? So you have, have more than one phone.
1: Is it a That's lot official to have more than one going on at the same time, no. or do you just shoot scenes individually and then? Stick so
0: them? there's multiples. Uh, mul- multiple schools of thoughts, and if you look at um, so there's there's several ways a video is produced. For example, sitcoms they use multiple camera angles, so you can switch. They're having a they're having the scene happening same, at the same time, and they'll switch the camera angles based on who's talking. So they do one take, and then they have multiple cameras running, so that way they can grab multiple angles and most of the times it's like a any sitcom if you see they have kind of like a a a square room setup but then you only see two walls at a time mm-hmm. you won't see the third and the fourth wall because that's where the cameras are sitting okay and so they have these third and fourth wall is where they have the camera gear and they're never crossing lines like, like you won't see the other camera because you always want to make sure that one camera doesn't see the other camera so you that's called crossing the lines. Okay. Um so you could do and then if you look at movies, they have a single camera setup. Made basically the same camera is being used to record every single scene. All the record backs and and over the shoulder all those are using the same one camera. Because the actors are so good at delivering the lines, they will repeat that same line over and over and you can capture it and then edit it together. So, I like to use two camera setup because that way I can get two angles of me talking and if I skipped or I'm missing, I'm forgetting something, I can switch from one camera audio and cut the audio part that I don't like and then switch to the other angle. So, that way I can like break up dead space and have more engagement in the audio.
1: So my questions there are, if I were to use more than one camera, mm-hmm. how do I, and, and in all cases, if it was one or multiple cameras, sure. I'd want to seek, sync it to the mm-hmm. audio track that already existed. So yes. whatever, I'm, whatever I'm recording through mm-hmm. the, the video, I've got to toss because I will have pre-recorded audio. So the question I guess I have is, how do I sync the video to the audio? Is that just in the desktop editing tool?
0: It w- yes, it would be in the de- desktop editing tool. Plus, there are some. there is one specific application that I'm thinking about that will enable you to, first of all, edit your final shot in it. So, for example, in TV studios, they use something called a switcher. Uh-huh. The switcher has a view of all the live cameras that are you know, recording audio or recording video, and they can say, okay, go to scene one or go to camera one, go to camera two, go to camera three. So there's a onset director that's talking to the camera, uh, the, 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 operate, the switch operator to switch between the different camera angles. And whenever you were watching live sports, they have the same setup. They have multiple cameras online that are, you know, Recording their angles, and then there's a switchboard. When you're watching a sports game, the switcher dude is the one that's switching between one angle to the other angle, and then they do they do the replays of you know basketball shots or whatever. So that's the switcher studio okay. duty to do.
1: Because one of the things I was thinking, so the, mm-hmm. uh, the digital audio workstation tool that I use has a feature mm-hmm. that I really like called comping. And mm-hmm. What it does is it just lets you do multiple takes of a certain passage of music mm-hmm. and it stacks them. And then what you can do is you can highlight the different takes and mm-hmm. composite together, you yep. to know, one take. And so I was kind of hoping that if I had something that allowed me to, you know, kind of import multiple shots, yes. some way sync them up. So they're synced to the audio track
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then go through and literally just highlight the sections that I want.
0: And Absolutely,
1: it's not the way these things generally work. Or they-
0: yeah, yeah. So when you're doing video production or video editing, uh, there's several applications. There's for Adobe Premiere Pro, there's um, uh, Final Cut Pro, iMovie. I'm not sure if is able to do that, but uh, I use. I've used Premiere Pro before, but in Final Cut Pro, you can bring in all of the video that you have, and you can say, "Okay, this is my first take, this is my second take, this is my third take," and since there's audio present on each of the video files it can sync through those takes and then you can choose which take you want to use for your scene
1: so it automatically syncs the videos mm-hmm. based on the audio yeah okay that's good.
0: based on the audio attached to that video now so that's one of that the reasons
1: audio track too
0: Right. So your camera is able to record the audio track. So what you would do, since you have two camera or three cameras set up, you enable, you have both of those cameras or both of those phones are recording audio as well. Right. And if they're recording the same audio, and let's say you have pre-recorded audio, what you do is you play that pre-recorded audio and then record the two videos. And then when you bring in all of those videos in, they can sync up based on that one audio and then let's say you don't want to use the audio from those videos you don't need to you can lay in your main audio track in there that matches up
1: that makes a lot of sense to me that's that's great info so let me ask you in terms of shooting the the scene as it were Mm -hmm. lighting what are your thoughts like what you know i got i got the lights that are in my house but Mm -hmm. i'm assuming i might want Different lighting than that, or no? Yeah, you would
0: need uh, different lighting. Again, it comes down to what kind of look you're trying to go for. If you if you think there's some dark spots, you can definitely um, cover them up with adding some more light. Um, most of the times in homes, we have yellow light, and um, it looks it's it's great for us for the, for our eyes because it doesn't hurt as much. But on studio sets, you will notice that they have white light or daylight. So if you do not have that kind of lighting, uh, there's ways that you can change the color uh, profile, but it's recommended that you get, um, you know, you get some white light. And there's several lighting studio lighting kits that you can purchase at a lower price. But again, uh, you have to make sure you're, the lights are not coming in your shot. And and um, for example, set up a scene for me. So we, then we can figure out.
1: All right. So let's just say I'm in my little area where I've got my guitar and a couple of guitars mm-hmm. on the wall, mm-hmm. my little amp and my effects there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, and I have a little chair that's like a slipper chair. It's like 60 inches off the floor. And mm-hmm. I'm going to play with the music and I'm mm-hmm. going to have a camera that's kind of looking at, me performing, mm-hmm. and another mm-hmm. one that's probably more focused into uh, what my hands are doing on the guitar. The
0: instrument. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, I'm not looking for some sort of uh, extravagance, but something that doesn't, I mean, the, I guess the goal is to make it look pro quality, but not make it look uh, super dramatic.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So I don't so- know what what kind of lighting I should get, how many of those things. And, I, I mean, obviously, some of that's going to be dictated by cost because I don't want to spend more than, like, $100, 150 bucks. I'm
2: sure.
0: Do you have tall ceilings?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think they're standard, like 12 feet.
0: Okay. Those are tall ceilings compared to mine because I only have 8-foot ceilings.
1: <laughs> what kind of a house do you live in that only has 8-foot ceilings?
0: Sorry. They're probably 9-foot ceilings.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm um, not tall. Person, but
0: I, I don't. <laughs> have it. yeah. No, yeah, no, you're right. Probably eight foot doors. Maybe
1: so nine. I don't, I
0: don't know. But so I, all you need is uh, simple LED lights. So you already have light from the ceiling, and that's filling in the certain air, and looks like you're not moving a lot. I mean, you're moving in a certain respect, but you're not really walking around. You're sitting in one place. Yeah. So the two camera setup is, you know, one's going to be focused on your, your guitar. The other is a focus on the, the whole scene. So you can switch cut between those two scenes as what you're doing with the guitar. And you can even have three cameras, you know, one, maybe on the neck one on the, where you're strumming. I don't know.
1: You know, I've got some old iPhones laying around, so I figured it doesn't hurt to just, you know, you, yeah. some of them have different quality, but by the way, what, what settings do I want to shoot in?
0: So you want to shoot probably all of them at 1080, uh, 30 frames per second, or 24 if you want to be, if you're you're looking for the filmic look. Is
1: that a setting on the, I'm looking at my phone right now, is that a setting on the phone?
0: So that would be a setting in the camera, uh, camera settings. And uh, there is a specific app that I would recommend Uh that you get, and it's called Filmic Pro. But then there's another application called uh there's two model? specific the first one is filmic pro filmic pro and the second application is called sling sorry is it sling no it's called switcher studio so switcher studio app is really cool they do have a subscription model so that what's cool about this specific one is that it enables you to connect up to nine iPhones together. Oh, cool! So you can have up to nine different angles, and let's say you have an iPad, you can on the iPad have your switcher, main switcher area. So what you can do—it's really great for live video. So you can broadcast it live on Facebook, and let's say you you're, you have your iPad in front of you. Well, you definitely want to have a third person do the switching because as you're performing, you can't be switching the camera. Right. But it's great to record multiple angles, and then you can put them together. There's another app, uh, a sister app by Switcher Studio Producers called Rico. Let me look at their uh, website.
1: While you're looking at that, I'm looking at Filmic Pro. Mm-hmm. That's 15 bucks, which I don't mind. Yes. It's right. It's my budget. It's in my studio budget. Yeah. Um, but I'm just this is the thing that I'm actually going to, to shoot the videos. I'm going to use this app right.
0: So yeah, so there's there's mul- so, so what's cool about now I haven't tried this myself, but um Filmic Pro has a remote control functionality. For example, let's say you've got an ah, app, I see it. Right. So you can so you can set up one phone on your tripod and who's going to trigger it? Now you're sitting on your seat. So you can trigger it from another phone and say, hit record. So you can record from multiple angles using the, uh using Filmic Pro.
1: So, so, but I don't know, like, since this isn't really going to be live, I'm not mm-hmm. sure I need any switching no. or remote. So I was just going to walk around, turn each yeah. of the cameras on, and then go yeah. share, mm-hmm. turn the music on, do my thing. And then, yeah import it and just clip all the you know setup crap out
0: oh yeah absolutely that totally works all right that totally works
1: but i get what you're saying if i wanted to do a live thing
0: yeah if you I, wanted um, to
1: you know which i might want to do i might you know find that i really get into this and so i want to do yeah. some live streaming and have multiple yeah. camera shots and then yeah get there myself doing it because i don't it's not like i have a maybe i can convince the dog to be my <laughs> i'd
0: like to choose that other one
1: <laughs> it's a fun man show yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Uh, or,
1: so, so, so the lighting, did you have any specific um, recommendations of brand of lighting?
0: There's a lot of brand of lightings which cost a lot more money, but I found some Amazon, uh, either Lumo Studio or There's a, I, I can send you a link of something that I purchased myself. It outputs about 2,400 watts of light. Okay, and um, you can have multiple, and it comes with three sets or three lights, my and you can
1: portable, or am I going to have like more crap in my basement?
0: Um, I can send you a picture, and you okay. can decide.
1: Because ideally, something that looks like a, a flat monitor but has mm-hmm. um, this white light, would be, mm-hmm. something that's that's easy to store, would be.
0: another – No, absolutely. So these things have these big hoods. That just softens the light, and there are LED panels that you can probably prefix, but they cost a little more. So something to play with, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, that's. that's I'm, I'm I'm interested in this. I you know I don't know why it's just, but I guess if I'm sitting on your podcast called Hobbies and Hacks, I'm in the right. <laughs> place. But uh, it's just something I've always been curious about. Yeah, and I and I'm the type of person that. You know, I don't want to get distracted from what I really do and, and kind of lose my focus of doing
2: mm-hmm. one
1: thing pretty well, yeah, but I do yeah. think it's useful to just have some pickup skills in some of these other areas so that you can make your overall presentation of things much better. And if I do want to share some things out on Facebook or something like that, I don't want it to look like crap. I want yeah, it to look good. absolutely. And I know your stuff looks good. I mean, as much as I'm not that interested in your commute home, I sure. Always- <laughs> marvel at the cinematography and the quality of what you do it's very high quality
0: appreciate it yeah the the drive home and the drive to work that's all just just a phone man this this friend-facing phone and um i have used some other applications for example recently i did a a facebook live from within virtual reality huh and facebook As you remember or not, um, they purchased Oculus Rift a few years ago for $2 billion. So when they introduced their first application that Facebook did on Oculus Rift was called Facebook Spaces. And this would enable you and three other of your VR buddies to hang out in a virtual space. Wow. And you can then live broadcast from within that or call people up from within that. Like I've made a phone call from within VR to somebody on Facebook messenger. And he's like, Oh my God, what am I looking? I cannot, I do not have words for this <laughs> because wild. you have your own personal avatar, 3d avatar. And, uh, it's pretty, it's I, pretty
1: cool. My neighbor has uh, an HTC V mm-hmm. and, uh, it's got the geo fencing, so we're down in mm-hmm. the theater, so the you know the audio is, is pretty killer. And uh, yeah. he brought me down there, and there were a couple of apps that I mean, uh, Google Earth and Google Paint, and then mm-hmm. there was where it was like a boat underwater, and a boat yep wham up. But it was it was really intense. the The one thing I would say though is that you know I was still tethered with a pretty heavy headset on. Yes. And like after about 30 minutes, I felt fatigue, you know, I was getting sweaty, but it was just, Mm -hmm. it was unbelievably relaxing to do the paint thing with the music. Mm -hmm. And also on on Google earth, um, I do have to confess, I I had, I felt like either somewhere between a superhero and a God. (laughs) Just flying around. Yeah, you can go up and see the whole earth and it's moving around with your hands like a giant globe and then Mm -hmm. down and walk around the streets and I was like, This is so cool, this technology. Yeah. It's definitely the future. I'm just surprised it hasn't really caught on as fast as it as it could. You know, just to kind of bridge both of these conversations, one mm -hmm. of the things that I to me it sounds like a gimme idea. And I'm sure mm-hmm. someone's pursuing it is, you know, it's so freaking expensive. To It do. is. That's uh, the problem. Mm-hmm. But, but but no, hear me out. To see concerts, right? I mean, there's yes. real concerts I want to see. But you go look at it and you're like, 500 bucks. I don't like the band that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to buy an instrument for 500
0: bucks. Exactly. So
1: the The notion of being able to... See the concert virtually to be there while the concert's being filmed. It could be after the fact. It would be more exciting if it were live, and yeah. then to be able to stand on stage and look mm-hmm. at the crowd while the band's performing. Yeah, it's worth money to me. I would spend, you know, hundred bucks for that ticket. Yeah, and not even go, just be there. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's be there. Yeah, a certain amount of seats that they're filling up at. I don't know how many hundreds of dollars a ticket. It seems to me that the economics of if you, you can at 50 bucks or 75 bucks, if you want, you know, forget about backstage access front stage yeah. or front stage and backstage access. Yeah, I'm not there. It doesn't cost them anything. Just they need the camera. Now I don't know if the camera's too disruptive for the regular live paying, exactly. paying people, but, but just this notion of being able to get on stage and see what they're seeing and kind of just get a, a sip a little taste of what that feels like uh, would yeah. be awesome.
0: No, absolutely. Um, Muse actually records all of their concerts in 3D, uh, in 360 degree video. And there was one time I was visiting their website, and you can switch between different cameras and watch their um, show, like their performance from the stage. 360 VR. 360. So what's cool about VR is that you can go into a 360 degree video and look around. So I'm going to do some research and see if I can go watch those videos in my VR. Because I have the same HTC Vive. And um, it's come a long way. Actually, recently they, they introduced a wireless unit. So you're now no longer tethered. To the computer and have you know because you you can you can only move like ten feet from the right. computer,
2: right?
0: But now with the the wireless tech, it's it's cool. There's another application called MindShow. Now I haven't I haven't broadcasted this on Facebook yet, but um, they launched sometime last year and they've been working a lot on you know, improving how this application works. MindShow enables you to create your own scripted show in virtual reality. So you can have, let's say you have a three-person performance or a two-person talking thing. You can take over an avatar in virtual reality and record your own scene and then skip out and then go to the next person and do the other part of the scene. Now you've got a whole scene with two people talking to each other.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's. I mean, I guess that's where the future's going. And five, yeah. ten years from now, we'll look back at it and laugh yeah. about how arcane it seemed right now. But <laughs> but it's still from from where we are today. It's
2: yeah. It it's seems
1: very cool. You know, it just a, a, uh, it just seems a, a mind blowing in terms of what that experience is because you can't envision beyond yeah. it. It's just it's yeah. Crazy. I yeah. wonder if they'll ever have a need for, you know, one of the things I liked about the Vive is that the geofencing where I could actually walk around the room and not just be stationary. Mm -hmm. And I, and I was, I was telling my friend, I was like, I wonder if they're going to, you're going to see like big warehouses rented out. Mm -hmm. That's really just space for people to walk around and like, you know, kind of like Westworld or something. You could walk (laughs) through a whole virtual reality city. I mean, some things where people were they had like a machine where it was like a treadmill where mm-hmm. you're walking, but you're really not going anywhere. Yep. And that's, that's obviously a, a, an easier way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only problem with that is, you know, you don't want to accidentally fall off the treadmill.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So what I have myself is a, called the Omni, uh, Virtuix Omni. And um, there is a ton of money and they're all over. They do, they're focusing on commercial sales now. So you could go to a theme park and you can have a four-person VR hangout where you're in your space, in your spot, and you're running around.
1: Oh, okay. In
0: a virtual game. In fact, at one of the, what do you call it? One of the theme parks we went to, they had a four-person VR experience as well. But you're just sitting in one place or standing in one place shooting down these aliens.
1: No, you've got to be
0: moving. Yeah, you got to be moving, and so that's what Omni enables you. They have these shoes that you can put on that, and you can run in one place. And you basically wear a harness. You stay in this little device, and yeah. you can even sit. You can basically lift your legs up and pretend you are sitting down, and or you could be running. And people are running pretty fast in it, uh, and they're they're playing different games, uh, virtual games, where because right now the only way to move around is the teleport feature.
2: Mm, Yeah. But
0: this enables you so you can actually run with physical body and be carrying gear and equipment. It's pretty neat.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the whole notion of kind of being there, being inside, whatever it is, whether it's a game or a movie, you know, I I just think that it's probably going to be you know, at some point in the future, it's going to feel like we were living in a very 2D world. Yes. When we're watching a movie, uh, it's yeah. kind of like the difference between the old TVs that didn't have remotes and were black and white and you went mm-hmm. with the rabbit ear antennas and you turned the channel. And then, you know, a yeah. TV that's now integrated into my Alexa world, so, Yeah. And it just does it. And so I think that, VR, that whole VR entertainment and viewing mm-hmm. experience... Yeah. Which I guess is probably going to be pioneered by porn first, but, um, <laughs> but at some point, you know, that, that's, that's where it's all headed. It's just it just, it is, of, you know, yeah. when do you get there and who the winners and losers are? Hey, one question for you is, sure. what does your family think of all this stuff? Because you're so, you're so deep into this. Like, do they start calling you, uh, who's the guy from the matrix? Right? Neo. Neo. Are you, Neo? Does that, like your kids <laughs> go, Neo,
0: dinner's no. ready. Not yet, because they don't have the concept of that. My kids are too young.
1: <laughs> oh, I know you've got like a whole, whole clan there.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Five, six kids?
0: I have three kids. Oh. Eight-year-old, three-year-old, uh, four-year-old, and a one-year-old almost.
1: Are you done? I mean, can you have some, just have some, tell your wife you can just start having some ER kids? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've, got, I've got one of my kids banging on the door. He wants to go play outside. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I mean I I listen, I really appreciate the information you've given. You're welcome. I'll let you you know know where I where I end up. But I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna try some of that stuff out and uh, you know maybe at some point I can come back and uh, talk about a different topic.
0: You know what's really funny is that you talking about you're asking about that specific topic. I'm actually working on a book chapter talking exactly about mobile video production. Really? And I'm also working on a on a video course. On mobile video production,
1: <laughs> you know, you know, you just, you know, I'm kind of crazy. So I just two two different ideas collide. Mm-hmm. Second, yeah. I had yeah. read a, a story earlier today about how Amazon mm-hmm. is getting into the publishing industry and just having the authors write directly for them. And so you don't need a publisher; you can just be an Amazon employee, I guess, or an Amazon contracted employee, and write the book, and, and
2: they'll produce mm-hmm. it. For.
1: But I was just thinking when you said you were writing a chapter, I'm sure that's a chapter as part of a book. But I yeah. wonder if people, you know how like in music, people mm-hmm. stopped buying albums and just started buying songs. Yeah, I wonder if books might go that same path where it's, you know, I don't have to write the whole book, I can just write a chapter. It's yeah. how interested people are in whether or not I should write the second chapter. Well, to
0: tell you the truth, that would be a really interesting way of writing a fiction novel you get four people together and you say okay this is the timeline of the story and this is a story that we want to talk about person writes you chapter do yeah
1: without knowing what the other you just know the characters but you don't know what their relationship is
0: exactly and then you somehow
1: <laughs> i've seen a bunch of crappy movies okay are kind of like that where you go is this how they produced it uh, yeah <laughs> You know, but then invariably, there's some friends of mine who are like, That was brilliant. Yeah. yeah that was brilliant. That was shit. And they, <laughs> they applied some good video editing to it. And it felt, <laughs> kind of backwards.
2: Yeah. Through the
1: storyline. Um, I felt that way about Memento.
0: I had some. Yeah, friends. Memento went backwards.
1: Yeah. And I was but, like, I'm not getting any of this.
0: No. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you mentioned, you know, you could just uh, do a chapter because. This book specific, the book that I'm contributing a chapter to is the editor or the main author, he's contacted 24 different professionals in their own space. So it's more like a how-to book where you can buy this book and learn how to do 24 different things and how to get from go from zero to 60.
1: Oh, I've Absolutely. seen books like that, you know, like success stories and here's all. Yes.
0: This. The, yeah, yeah, you know, something amazing.
1: like that. Well, I'm glad I got it for free and just shared it with the world. So exactly. Good luck to that guy who's selling the book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, this was fun. Um, you know, anytime you have any any other questions, do you you know you're, you know where to reach me?
1: Yeah, let me know. You know, I I always like to hear myself talk. So anytime.
0: Okay, I will let you know when this podcast goes live.
1: All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Take it easy.
0: Bye, All right, man. Congratulations. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode. Please send me an email at junaid at to tell me what you loved about our guest today. You could find links mentioned in this episode on the hacksandhobbies.com website.